and welcome to The Horror Review, where we rate, analyze, and review our favorite horror movies, TV series, and subgenres. At the end of each episode, we'll also give a rating via our Scare-O-Meter. I'm Tasha. And I'm Julia, and we will be your hosts and horror movie enthusiasts as we take you on a spooky adventure. On today's episode, we will be talking about the recent and very topical movie, Host, that was released in 2020, um, conceptualized and directed by Rob Savage. For those of you who haven't guessed by now, there will be spoilers involved in this as we are talking about the plot of the movie, and I'm sorry if we spoil anything, but it's been out for a year, so... And if you haven't seen the movie, go watch the movie first and then come back and listen to our episode. Or if you enjoy listening to reviews and then re-watching the movie uh, or watching it and looking for all the fun mm-hmm, bits, mm-hmm. then you can do that too. Yay. Let's dive on in. What did you think of the movie, Julia? I loved it, as you know, because I recommended the movie to you. Yes. Um, honestly, one of the better mov- like recent horror movies, I think, to come out in the past few years um, okay, so I was saying that I absolutely love the movie. As we know, I recommended it um, to Tasha to watch. Um, yeah, what was your what were your thoughts on it? I was actually pleasantly surprised. It definitely was not what I thought it was going to be. It it seems like it would be just like the regular kind of found footage style, you know. And then honestly, the premise just turned me off when I read it. I was just like, this sounds like the dumbest movie ever. But no, it's great. I know, but it's funny because like the I did a little bit of research and the director actually said on paper, it's a really dumb movie. But he wanted to make something a little bit different and it actually did come off. Like, because you go in thinking, oh, this is just going to be whatever, a bunch of people doing this seance and it ends up being quite creepy Mm -hmm. and uh considering the budget i was quite impressed let's maybe give a little bit of background on how this movie was filmed um so basically it was actually based on a short that rob savage first kind of tested with some friends and just random people i think is what it was released it online and it went viral So the concept of it is that he was on a Zoom call and just made some kind of like weird spooky things happen, released this short, it went viral, and he was like, hmm, maybe I can make a Zoom-length movie out of it. Um, And he filmed the whole thing while the world was like in lockdown. Um, He directed it remotely, and the concept of it is that these friends, during lockdown, it's set during the pandemic, which is why it's such a topical movie, Um, They do a seance, and things go terribly awry. Yes. What is it? Four? Five of them, I think? One, two, three, four, five, six friends. Okay. And then we've got our seance kind of guide. Yes, and the the guide that they Zoom call in, basically, to guide them through the seance, which she normally does in person, to, like, try to talk to spirits, like, family members or whoever's around, I guess. Mm -hmm. But then one of the girls makes up this story. Gemma. Yeah, about this guy who killed himself in school that she used to be friends with or used to know or something like that and then she like tears up and gets all emotional and mm-hmm. then the lady gets cut off of the call and then she starts laughing and yes. they're all like oh my god did you just make that up and she's like yeah i totally made that up and our our seance guide her name's salen um says right at the start of the call to take this very seriously 
um, that bad spirits can be let in if stuff like that happens. Um, I don't think any of them really actually believed that they were going to do a real seance until Gemma messed with the whole thing. I mean, um, to be honest, Zoom call seance does kind of seem strange, yes. but... Yes, and then and then we see. I think it's the character. I think Emma is the first one who has like a glass break yes. in her Zoom screen. So you start just seeing weird little things happen. Um, the one male friend, Teddy, he cuts out of the call for a bit. Um, his girlfriend is like needing his attention, so he dips out for a little bit. Um, and all of this crazy stuff starts happening to our other characters, and they realize that they very much are being now haunted by something. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, basically the premise of the movie. That is, yeah, that's the entire premise of the movie. Yeah. Um, it was filmed all in the separate locations. Yeah. And I also read that um, Savage got all of the cast members to, they did their own lighting, they did their own camera setups, they did their own stunts. Um, all of the special effects were done by them. Yes. They took a workshop, like he facilitated a workshop for them so that they could get all of these skills kind of down pat before they started recording and the whole the whole thing from Rob Savage's conceptualization to when it was released on Shutter took 12 weeks. That is amazing. It's insane. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. I think they wanted it as like a quick turnaround yeah. thing during the pandemic so people had something to watch and I actually ended up watching the second half of the movie on my laptop in my office. Oh my god! What? So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. exactly. So I, it was. It, I started to get even more creeped out when I was in there, and like, it's kind of interesting because I, I have these hilarious notes of twelve minutes in, not super invested with the characters, eh. and then twenty minutes in, starting to get kind of interesting here, and then oh my god, I don't know. Don't go in the attic. Was my <laughs> note here. I'm like, why? The, I hate those pull down attics. They yeah. freak the hell out of me. Oh, They're no. always in horror movies. They are. I know. It's <sighs> never go anywhere alone, but. But the thing is, is they're all isolated during a pandemic. So yes. they're all, I think there's one character who's at her dad's house. That is one thing that really bugged me at the boat movie. What happened to her dad? We never find out. Yeah. Nothing, there's nothing about his, the dad. Hmm. I know. It really, it really, really bugged me. I mean, there's bound to be plot holes in it. Yes. That was, the, that was the one plot hole, though. But yeah, actually. Like, where was the dad? It was impressive because they pretty much did everything else. Oh my god! I yeah, was the, like the partners, the um, Rabina's boyfriend. He's like hanging behind her. Yes. Teddy's girlfriend also gets act like she's gone. Her neck snaps. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when um the other girl when she has her little loop going and her head oh, keeps getting that's smashed Caroline. Into the- that's Caroline. Holy crap! So one of them. That was scary. You know, because during the pandemic, we all were working from home with Zoom. Um, she, just to kill some time, created this, like, fun little background where she had herself walking into her room, putting her laundry away, doing stuff like that. So her back, her loop is going. And all of a sudden, you see that, like, the background being distorted and her head smashing into the computer. It's, like, and it's quite... Dis- yeah, it's actually pretty disturbing. It, yeah, it was disturbing, I have to say. Yeah. Um, the feet dangling in the attic was oh. really well done. Yeah. Creeped the hell out of me. I was also, like, how is he balancing the laptop while he's trying to get up there with the flashlight? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I would not do that. Like, why no. would you do that? Why would you go in the attic if there's noise in here? Yeah. At home alone. But I think this movie really plays off. I think that the thing that makes it so terrifying 
um, is because one, it's incredibly relatable mm-hmm. to the situation that we all were just in for the last year and a half. And it plays off of that social separation, anxiety, um, and just that fear of it, our lives ever going to go back to normal again. So I think it really feeds off of that. And that's what makes it just so much more terrifying. I agree. And like, as a movie in kind of the found footage realm, mm-hmm. I honestly, I kind of liked it better than like the paranormal activities, oh, yeah. which I never thought were very scary. I was just like, mm-hmm. they, I don't know, they just kind of, things thrash around the room and yeah. they're just, you see some stuff, but not, I don't know. I, I found that this movie actually showed just enough to make it really creepy, like the demon at the end, oh, yeah. who, who is like, he's a stunt. That is, that is the, that is the one other actor they brought in yes. was the demon at the end. But yes. he lived with, um, oh, Was he the partner of one of them? Oh no, sorry. Like he lived with his mother, I think. He was quarantining with his mother at the time, and she was filming him as the demon, and oh he's a stunt guy. Oh my god, that's crazy. It was amazing. He did his own makeup and everything. It was kind of cool. phenomenal. So, like, that horrifying, like, part there, his, mm-hmm. mom, his mom is just filming it. It's that kind is, of funny. That is so funny. I did not know <laughs> Yeah, that. I read that. <laughs> Another fun, just little tidbit, that all the characters, there's, like, Haley, Gemma, Emma... Radina, Caroline, Teddy, and then Salen. Those are all the actors' actual first names. Yes. Like, they're not character names. They really were trying to get them to just be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it just added that element of... Authenticity? Just, yeah, absolutely. For absolutely. sure. Yeah. It, it's kind of like when they um, put at the beginning of a film, like, this is based off of, like, true events, yeah. or this is a found, thi- like, found footage, obviously, like, we found this video or whatever, but it definitely helped with the creepiness aspect. Let's talk about the music now. Or lack of music. Because yes. it is, the concept of it is to be this Zoom call seance. There is no soundtrack to this movie which we had to think about it for a second to be like wait is there was there music in this movie no there is not it's like literally just the zoom call which makes it more uncomfortable totally because when the friends have those kind of awkward silence moments it's not filled by an orchestra or any sound effect it's just silence yeah yeah so there are some like kind of awkward moments to this movie which again just add to that just kind of spooky element oh yeah but it works really well. Like I feel like it would be unnatural for a Zoom call to have elevator music in the background. Yeah, you know? exactly. But it also, with the Zoom aspect, especially if you're watching this on a laptop, I highly recommend watching this on a laptop, actually. It was <laughs> kind mean, of great. It I, adds, like I need to watch it again yeah, on a laptop. It adds time. to the ambiance, but it makes you feel like you were part of the Zoom call, right? Mm, like yeah. it's kind of with the gallery view and yep. all that kind of happening because everybody's been using Zoom for yep. family stuff or work, like all that we are all zoomed out. <laughs> yes, we we're all very zoomed out, and so were they by the end of the movie. <laughs> so, sorry, that was a very bad joke. Um, also, the end of the movie is pretty brilliant because mm-hmm. literally the call just runs out of time. So there's there are two characters that we know that are still alive. They end up in the same room together. So it's Haley who's the one, it was her idea to have the seance, and then Gemma, who's the one who invited this evil spirit in. Um, Gemma runs to Haley's house. They live a couple, like a block away. Mm -hmm. You see her throw her mask on, run outside. That was good. And then you see her come into um, Haley's screen, 
um, finds Haley in like hiding in another room in her apartment. And it ends with, yeah, the this thing just kind of coming at the two of them. They're, use, they're using a Polaroid camera to see if yes. they can see it. Um, and it ends there. Something comes at them. And then it's just like, boop, out of time. And we're just like, what the? Uh, what the heck? Yeah. Like, that's the end of the movie. It's yeah. a, it's this, the Zoom call just times out. So you, we really don't know what happens to our dear, sweet Haley and Gemma. But no. um, I mean, everyone else is dead. <laughs> yeah. I'd like, I would assume that they, that they die. But yeah, we don't know. That's left open to the viewer's interpretation. That's true. And that's a pretty common, like, aspect of found footage films as well, where they just kind of end with the camera usually landing on the ground or something and seeing somebody's hand twitching or whatever. It actually, this this movie reminded me a little bit of Grave Encounters. Did you ever see that one? I have not seen that. It's another found footage uh, movie, which I was surprised. Mm. Like, it was good. Well, I mean... (laughs) It was um, better than I thought it was going okay, to be, for nice. sure. It, it also starts out in a, with a like kind of goofy premise of, in the beginning where you're like, this is going to be... This is ri- going to be ridiculous. Yeah, and, and they're like stupid. joking around. They yeah. go to an asylum and whatever, and then actual chaos starts to ensue. I kind of love that when they give you a false sense of... Like, security. yeah, security or even just like campy comedy, okay. maybe even. And then suddenly things start to take this like really steep turn. Yeah. And then everything just goes to shit. Like, everyone dies. Yeah, everybody dies. Pretty much everybody dies. And then you're like, oh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> like, it just kind of throws you off and leaves you with this really uncomfortable feeling, Ooh. which I think is what horror movies are supposed to do. Yeah. So. Oh, another just very relatable moment about this movie that I think just kind of makes it even more real. The the one couple, Rodina and her partner, they decided to quarantine together. And from the friends, kind of, she put, she mutes herself and they're like chatting about how like they shouldn't have moved in together and they're oh fighting God. all the time. And they rushed the moving in process. So yes. I just, there are just so many little things about this movie that are brilliant that just... We're just like, oh my god, we like we just lived through this. And the fact that this movie was released, I think it was like June of 2020. I think like, so. Like, we weren't even that deep into the pandemic yet. No. I mean, we'd been through, what, two, three months of quarantine by that point? Yeah. So I think people were getting kind of... Tired of, of that. But yeah. they just really made it... They made it super relatable without beating... They didn't talk about, like, COVID. They didn't talk about... The, like, they yes. didn't beat that down. Um, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, we're, we're doing a Zoom seance and there's just all these little bits of just very real life that are added to it that make it even more unsettling. Yeah, no, I really love that. That that was quite funny, actually. I I, I appreciated that a lot. Yeah, there's these little moments of humor before everyone dies. And like, I I don't know, I thought it was a little kind of eh before, but then I kind of started to appreciate what was happening mm. with, like, the friends and the relationships. And mm. I, I know that um, the director said that he didn't want to make a horror movie about the pandemic. Yes. He wanted it to be something that takes you away from it, but yeah. still being topical. Yes. Right? Like, it's... I don't know. I, I think he did a really good job with Absolutely. the mix and the budget and the fact that it ended up straight to... Um, straight to Shutter. Shutter really yeah. quickly. Uh, Shutter for horror movies, by the way, is... Like everyone, if you love horror, you must get a Shutter subscription. Yes. You can. We are not sponsored by Shutter. No, we're not um, sponsored by anything. <laughs> but um, get a Shutter subscription. It's great. Yeah, it's um off. You can get it off of Amazon Prime mm-hmm. if anybody has Amazon Prime. Should we? I think we kind of we got through the movie. We did get through the movie. It's a fairly short. It's only it's in, fifty-six minutes yeah. long. It is Less under an, an hour. hour. This is how I made my friends watch this movie on my birthday last year, and I pitched it to them. 
as, guys, this movie is under an hour. And they're like, we can do that for your birthday. <laughs> Honestly, I am happy that you convinced me to watch this movie. Because I was like, eh, I don't want to. But then I was like, oh, Julia said I... I, I can do it because <laughs> if anybody's gonna suggest horror movies to me and I'm gonna actually listen, it's going to be Julia. And so. I feel the same about you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's why we started this podcast. Exactly. Because we're pretty much the only people, maybe a couple, that love horror movies like, and Halloween that much. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll watch them all year round. Yeah. Hopefully, there's some of you out there too. <laughs> um, so, should we do our scarometer? Yes. Um, we did not discuss our ratings ahead no. of time this time. We are both just going to say what we think, and we'll see if we think the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to go first? I think you should I go should go first. first. Okay. I am going to rate this a 7.5 screams out of 10, just because, I mean, I didn't find it that, like, that scary, but the thing that makes it so creepy and, like, sticks with you is just because it is so real, and, like, this could happen. It could happen. People could, I don't know, if people get possessed, I don't know if that's real, but it might be, and it could happen over Zoom. Like, it's just very relatable, and yeah, I found it pretty creepy. I mean, very obscure reference, but if anyone remembers, what is it, Moloch the Destroyer episode yes. from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> demons can them. get in the internet. They can! It's, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing reference. Yes, thank you. Okay, what is um, your scream-o-meter, okay. scare-o-meter? Scare-o-meter, I would give this, I would say, seven skulls. Okay. Yeah, so All pretty right. close. Pretty close. Pretty close. I, I thought it was just creepy enough, mm-hmm. but uh, again, not not too creepy. I think for the um, <laughs> non-desensitized horror movie watchers out there, this it's going to creep you out. I think so. Actually. My friends that I made, they were not happy about it. Really? They were not happy about it. Ooh. They were like... I can't believe you made us watch this. Like, blah, blah, blah. They probably would have rated it like a nine or an 11 even. Really? They were freaked out. Okay. They're also babies. So sorry, <laughs> you guys, if you're listening, I love you a lot. Yeah. No names have been uh, named. That's fair. No, I have many friends <laughs> in that same vein. Love you all. But yeah, probably for, for people who are not desensitized to horror or, or who just don't enjoy horror as much. Or if jump scares really get you. Yeah, I feel like after you watch a certain amount of them, you can see them coming. Exactly. So, but they they did a very good job. Oh, so. it's an amazing movie. I have watched it multiple times and suggested to so many people. It's a great movie. I would actually, I would rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I think I would for sure. I'd only seen it once because I've only seen it recently and I didn't have time to watch all the. Halloween I have movies. watched it three times. <laughs> Which is insane for a horror movie that came out a year ago. I've watched it three times. Actually, that's yeah. pretty good. That's I like saying it. something. That is that is saying something. That I is really do the like it. Julia stamp right there. <laughs> yeah, I watched it three times. So all in all, it's a really great. It's if you want a quick horror movie, if you don't want to invest an hour and a half to two hours of your life into being scared, it's a quick thrill, and you won't be disappointed. Cool. Awesome. I think that's it for our review of host. host. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you enjoy listening to us and you want to hear more, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcasts from. Uh, if there's a particular movie that you would like to hear us talk about and review, please let us know. Oh, we yeah, we made to- an Instagram. Yeah, we made an Instagram account. Um, the hor- it's just The Horror Review. Yes. So you can find <laughs> us on Instagram. 
And on all podcast platforms. Uh, platforms. Yeah. Woo! Thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a good Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs>